a new episode of How My Cock Beats podcast. I'm your host, Camille, and I am so grateful to be joined by Lucy and Rhiannon. The, um, Rhiannon is the star of the newest Hallback movie called Journey of My Heart, and Lucy is the director. And I'm so happy to be joined by you guys. And Rhiannon, since you were just here two weeks ago, um, let's start with Lucy. Want to introduce yourself to the listeners? <laughs> Um, my name is Lucy Guest, and I directed Journey of My Heart, and um, starring Rhiannon, Riri. <laughs> and what else would you like? Do you want me to do? In your listening? I wanted to know, like, use it. Like I said, I was wanting to know, like, you started off as an actress first. What made you want to transition to behind the camera? Um, yeah, so I think. Basically, I've, I, what I love about directing or behind the camera is, um, is the completion, like the whole process of telling the story. So I love feeling like you're part of this full journey when, when um, you can be a part of pre-production and production and then post-production and you really see this whole sort of like story come to life and, the, the, you know, the, the, you feel more involved with the process. Yeah, it feels nice to be able to be a part of something for that long. And it, it, it like sits with you when you're acting. Sometimes you go into somebody's show and you're there for a few days or two months or a few weeks. Um, and then uh, and then you leave and then you see it later. And then when you're directing, you're really a part of bringing it to life, which feels exciting. Because. And part of every aspect, like, and stuff that I, I ignorantly didn't even really realize, like there was one day we were on set and one of the wardrobe girls came down and showed Lucy like a whole bunch of different, like, and it was just down to like a sweater, like Lucy has to pick everything, every aspect of that movie um, and tell a story with every different field. It was, it's really cool to watch. There's nothing that happens in this movie that Lucy it didn't go through Lucy. That's cool. Um, has working behind the camera given you um, a different perspective or appreciation when you're actually an actress, you know, when you're in front of the camera? Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm learning all the time, like, um, because every actor likes to be, needs different Need something different from from every different director like it's acting is it's this fluid thing it's it's not really um there isn't a set formula of how you you talk to an actor or how you talk about a character or performances um but i am I, like feel very protective towards actors and uh i i i really see what they're doing and not every actor and sometimes you have to find a groove with certain actors like i communicate a certain way and i realize and this is years of being an actor myself and working with different scene partners and different directors. You, you need different things from different actors and different directors. So sometimes the first few days is just learning how they want to be commun communicated to. And, you know, um, it's a learning process. I'll always keep learning that um, yeah. because it's, yeah, but that, that part is really, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't realize, I was always afraid to say that I was an actor when I was a director because I didn't think I'd be taken seriously, but I realized the best directors really understand acting. And uh, yeah, I'm really pr protective. That's of, so cool. Has um, who were some directors that you took inspiration from? Well, when I was 17 or 18, 
I sent Steven Soderbergh a VHS tape of a movie I had made because I thought maybe he would not discover me, but <laughs> I thought maybe he'd mentor me or whatever. But I didn't really. For those who don't know what VHS is, this is like before DVD. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little, little, little boxes spectacular <laughs> things that you had to rewind <laughs> oh wow I'm old it's fine don't worry Lucy we're, we're all old <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, do you have any desire to go behind the camera Rhiannon not right now i i i watch like even lucy as an example i it's just i I can't i can't do it yet and i know that and it's such an art that i so wholeheartedly respect and um you know lucy was explaining and i think the last podcast we did just the amount of training that she did to get to the place where she's at it's no there are, while there are people that do it and good for them that can just sort of say okay I want to direct now and pick up an episode of something or a m- whole movie for me I really view it as an incredible skill that needs to be studied um and I would love to one day maybe maybe learn but it's scary it's really really scary um so I don't know for now I'm very comfortable um, I'm comfortable on the other side. <laughs> I would love to have Riri direct. I've heard of people shadow. Sorry. Huh? I would love to have Rhiannon direct me. Yeah. Oh God. No, I, no, I could yes. not. No, I absolutely could not. No, no. I would love that. <laughs> oh my God. It would be fun to see you two work together again. Oh, I would love it. My dream is to be in something that Lucy's written, is directing, and is also starring in. And I would like to be in that, too. Like, I feel like we could play sisters, maybe, or something. Sisters. Or lovers, whatever, you know. Or lovers. I'll be the older, like, kind of, like, you know, haggard sister who's... (laughs) No. (laughs) No. It's too funny. Do you find working with a female director different than working with a male one? Absolutely. And I've had wonderful experiences with both male and female directors, but there really is, I like there's a language that women almost speak to each other and, or just like a different form of communication. I don't know. I found Lucy, as she sort of said, like she just so deeply cared about us and wanted to make sure that we were always okay. It's, and that I kind of equate to like a mothering just female sort of instinct. That's not to say that men can't have that or don't and vice versa, but um, it, I just felt so safe. She just makes her actors feel safe. And I think maybe part of that is just a female, just sort of touch intuition. I'm not sure. Um, but I loved it. My favorite part is of course, being directed by another actor, which we sort of touched on, which again is just a whole other language that we can kind of speak to each other that just makes it so much easier. Yeah, I I just that's one thing that I also love about this film is that it's so female centered. You know, you being the lead, I, you being the lead, being ornithologist, everything. And even though Darian did his part as the male lead, movie was mostly centered about you, and then Lucy also being director. And who was the writer? And stuff. The writer is he's his name is Bruce. Johnson, he's mm. 
fantastic. And um, this movie was really close to his heart. So he definitely did put a lot of, um, you know, like a lot of care into, into this script. And we yeah. also had a, one amazing indigenous script consultant. Um, she's very talented. Um, her name is Sarah Kelly and she's, um, she's a very, I met her uh, through just through the film industry here um, years ago. And so she's also getting into directing herself. Oh, good for her. So she should. Yeah, yeah definitely. There's such a, there's such a um, lack of female directors. I'm glad that it's a growing industry for women now, you know. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago when the first woman director won an Oscar for best director. <laughs> it should have been. Yeah, we're seeing more and more, which is awesome. I even thought about it recently. I can't remember what I was on, but there was a female camera op. And it took seeing that for me to go, I've never seen this before. Like, I've, yeah. and I felt so bad that I hadn't realized there are a lot of positions in the crew and still in our film industry as a whole that are very dominated by men. And it's yeah. really cool to see women getting the equal opportunity that we have always deserved. Yes, definitely. Okay, so let's talk Journey of the Heart. Um, I know the original title was Love on the Wings of Eagles. And I was disappointed that they changed the title. Because <laughs> I liked the first one. The first, I was telling somebody else, it seemed very poetic. <laughs> the, I would love to hear that. <laughs> who, who came up with the idea? And why did you guys come up with the idea of the title change? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. You know, there's so many different reasons why titles get changed. Sometimes it's also like, cause there's already a movie that's similar. Like there's so, so many reasons. Um, you, I'm not usually involved in that, not always involved in that spot. So I don't know why they changed the title um, of this movie in particular, but um, uh, I, I do, I like both titles. Yeah, I, I was telling someone, it's just like, it felt, it feels so generic, Journey of My Heart. <laughs> Love on the Wings of Eagles just seems so visual. And <laughs> yeah. It has a little eagle in it, so I think. Yeah, and everything. There's this cool. Um, where was this film? Oh my God, the scenery was gorgeous. Like, drop dead gorgeous. Where was that filmed? Uh, Alaska Squamish. Huh? <laughs> Squam Las uh, Squam Alaska. Um, <laughs> was it uh, was it also Native American land? Like what? Um, where you guys were at? Like what? Um, what Eric said was it was a lot of what you guys were at. Was it Native American land? Or was well, it? We were um, at a couple of one. We were on protected land um, for some of the for some of the movie. Yes, it was uh, basically the a lot of the, the the scenery where you were deep into the forest. Um, we were we were really lucky to film in some of these uh, spots, and and uh, we were given special permission to to film there. And like it's like absolutely beautiful. The panoramic view and the like overhead view of the mountains and everything. It's just crazy. <coughs> Rhiannon, girl, let's talk about your physical comedy. I just <laughs> you had you had 
be cracking up with all of the trips and falls in the backpack you fell backwards and everything like was that was that ad-libbed or did you just like how did that work how did you do it no it was scripted bruce wrote that in and i think it makes sense with the character she is very much out of her comfort zone and similar to me and i know lucy experienced this too so many of us when we were doing these treks we were tripping and falling and (laughs) it's not easy everything is so slippery um that yeah was that bag heavy oh not at all (laughs) not at all darian's bag was really heavy they <laughs> they gave me the lightest backpack, um, which I'm very grateful for. But yeah, Darian, Darian had one with that was weighted. His was heavy. Mine, not at all. <laughs> His was so awkward. Can- like the rope kept falling. I know that he was just like it was hanging on by that, like it's yeah, climbing rope. So he had to like every yeah. Time. Oh my god. Yeah. So did you do all of that by it on your own, Rhiannon? No stunts. Or anything like that. We had a stunt double. Um, she was so lovely. I wish I could think of her name. Um, and so talented. She was the one that did the fall from the cliff. But yeah. other than that, um, I think everything was uh, Darian and myself. Yeah, <laughs> I like the one where guys just- were doing the rap thing. <laughs> you fell off the rap. Oh yeah. That was so fun. Yeah, that was awesome. That was obviously in the script. Um, but it was hard that when we took, we had to spend a lot of time like figuring out the logistics of it. Um, because that while that is a raft that they do use at that, what is that place? Like a camp sort of, we were staying at, that was like an actual camp. I can't, well, I don't know like what was a, that. A protected forest or like a UBC Forest Reserve, I think is what it is. But yeah. they have... Um, it's also like a 20 minute drive in from the road down this dirt kind of not logging road. It was more of like a dirt road. Um, and there's no Wi-Fi or, or self service. There's Wi-Fi, there's no self service, but there's Wi-Fi spots. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh yeah. Right. We were, yeah. Yeah. We, we found this lake that is really like secluded. In fact, like a bear swam by while we were. Oh yeah. Yeah. The day we were in the water, there was a little bear. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. That was, that might've been a little scary. <laughs> I was terrified because as we've discussed, I'm from Australia. I'm so scared. I don't know what, I don't trust these bears. I don't know. I was scared. You're from Australia, the land of like everything. Yeah. But, yes, exactly. but I don't, I don't know about those bears. Yeah. <laughs> We just had this conversation a month ago about Australia and all of the animals there. (laughs) She's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about me going to Australia. I was like, girl, no. (laughs) Not with all the animals. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's too funny. But um, with the eagles and stuff, was all was that was that like I I know that. Romeo was Hercules, right? Romeo was mm-hmm. played by, so that was a real eagle with the, and he ate your vegan burger. <laughs> correct. That's correct. Yep. Yeah. It was really good though. So fair enough. You introduced eagle, an eagle to vegan diet. <laughs> yeah. I suppose you probably never had a plant before. Yeah. That's yeah, right. He's vegan. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. <laughs> that is too funny. That was hilarious. But, um, was all the other eagles that were like, were they like real? Were you guys, 
were like were you guys filled with actual eagles or was that like cgi not saying that um i mean like you could tell me <laughs> yeah it was a combination of some footage that we acquired that were the, um and then also some cgi so it was like a, a little bit of a combination of both mm, this so, is a- we shot like the everything that we had we did we had the eagle for a couple of days so we made mm. her shoot a lot of stuff with with hercules i just i think it was such a beautiful thing with all of the nests and eagles i i've, I've never seen one in real life i would love to though <laughs> oh yeah they're so beautiful it was just a real pleasure to be able to see an animal like that up close and personal it was breathtaking yeah, yeah. I you said it in the Hallbuckings podcast that you were scared of birds. I uh, hate birds. Yeah, I hate them. I don't like them at all. I, <laughs> I they're sketchy. I don't like them. I think they yeah they make me nervous. And this like he was a beast. I remember there was one of the takes we shot where when he took off his wings, you when they like smacked not bad, they hit me in the face because they just their wingspan is so massive. And there's a thing about being around an animal, like they have so much, they're powerful creatures. I was scared. Um, But then the moment I met Hercules and his handler, it was just so obvious that this was a gentle soul. This bird was like a very sweet, beautiful guy. Um, And so I actually, I thoroughly enjoyed getting to work with him. Yeah, that's so nice. Oh, Mm -hmm. so jealous. So, so jealous. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. So let's talk about Darian, <laughs> the other half of this movie. Um, how was it working with Darian? It was so fun. That was, again, my second time working with him. We did another MOW just before this one, I think. And then, uh, so yeah, this was our second time. It was wonderful. I had such a good time, uh, especially having worked with him before. It meant that we just sort of had this, we just knew each other. And so it made it easy. It was like coming into work and knowing what to expect. It made it really, really very easy. I'm still waiting for a word on when that movie gets released. Yeah, same. I don't know why they won't say. Maybe (laughs) I think it's probably soon, though. We'll see. We'll have another chat then when it comes out. I know. (laughs) Me, you, and uh, what's his name? (laughs) Jesse Jesse Hunch yeah Yeah. oh my god that's too funny but no I mean that um okay so I have to ask because there are women who swooned over Darian um is he as good looking on screen as he I mean in person as he is on screen yeah he's gorgeous he's gorgeous (laughs) and his body is like insane like I standing next to him he he's just a unit of a man like he trains clearly he works very hard for what he's got and he's also just very very tall I don't know exactly how tall he is that when he you guys went had that fishing scene he stood over like yeah he's a dude I actually did say to him when we shot our first kissing scene, I was like, you are the tallest man I've ever kissed in my life. Like he's, he's a big boy. Um, And I I think the casting, we were kind of talking about this earlier. The casting was just perfect. He really just seems like somebody that really lives that life. Yeah. He just seems like he would be a strong person. Hey, Lucy, did you, um, how much were, how much, how involved were you with picking the cast? Um, Was that like, what were you looking for to when you were looking for uh, an Eric? 
whatever. Well, I was, I was hoping that the per, the actor that could play Eric, which Darian nailed, was um, somebody that I would want to get stuck in the woods with. Nice. And I was like, you know, I want, you know, want him to be able to, if you're like going on this sort of like treacherous adventure, you want a guide that um, looks like they can chop a tree down with their bare hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> can't fight a bear or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Can navigate a canoe because, you know. So anyway. What's so cool about him, his character too, is that he wasn't just, you know, like mountain man, grizzly Adams too. He was also like a poet and a classic. There was so much depth to Eric's character. Lucy and I talked about that a fair bit while we were shooting the movie. There were so many layers to him. It was really beautiful. Um, I loved that he was a classically trained pianist and he had just such a beautiful backstory. Um yeah. And sometimes, sometimes in these MOWs, it's so heavily focused on the, the female role. It was really nice to read a script where they really told the story of the, the male character. It was lovely. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice, too. There were, I, I, it's, it's funny because your nickname for him was Beethoven. And right. I, know, I know that it is a reference to the composer, you know, because of classical music. But I kept thinking of the dog. <laughs> Same. And I think there was even, I mean, we never talked about this, but I think that was the joke. Like I do say, oh, roll over Beethoven. Yes. I, is that a play on, I don't know. I assumed in my head, I was like, this is a play on the dog too. Yes, same here. Yeah. Double meaning, double rainbow, you know? Yes. <laughs> I, was, I laughed so hard too. It's like, is, okay, I, I know that it's rough, but because I have I think after I saw it the second time, I was like, oh, they're talking about the composer. That's why they never nickname <laughs> Right. <laughs> there you go. First time I'm thinking it's the dog. That the talking. dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but, I love the dog. Like he goes, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> do you have any behind the scenes secrets working with um, Darren? Well, I'm trying to think. I do want to think of something because that's a good question. We did add a line where Grace's character says, um, Oh, yeah. I see you've met Eric. And then didn't know what she meant. And she describes him as the rock with hair, um, which I was, it got cut out of the movie, but I think it's, it's pretty accurate. Maybe less, not as buff as the rock, but. I mean, it's close. Yeah, they certainly do. They look alike. Absolutely. I think he said that too, is that he gets called that a lot or like, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, No, I really can't say. I just can't think of anything. He's uh, any secrets about Darian. I'm sure he could say a few about us, but (laughs) I can't think of anything. (laughs) Um, Well, I said, mentioned this in the other podcast is that he grew up on a boat. So he was very comfortable in the water. Like there was no, he was totally fine to like fall in the water and canoe. Yeah. Like he knew how to do all, like all of that wasn't, you know, that was just his knowledge of like, it wasn't, it, it felt authentic because it wasn't, it wasn't like he wasn't um, used to being on the water, which yeah. was nice. Um, and he was not afraid of the bird, which was. No, no, not at all. 
Uh, so yeah, it, it didn't, he didn't have to like worry about any of that, which is nice. Although his bird, the bird never ate his food and the bird did kind of land right beside him. Right yeah. next to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he yeah, was he really was, close was, to the eagle. Yeah. Really and he was so comfortable with everything, everything Lucy asked, like he was just super comfortable with. I remember even the one day, which is just such a small part of the scene, like where he's loading the canoes. It's early in the movies, loading the canoes into their like canoe slots. I don't know what that's called. And he Lucy had him do it over and over and over again because we had to. And that was heavy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he yeah, he he worked his he worked his butt off in this film for sure. Yeah, that was a workout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the thing is, like, and also he fell in the water. He fell in the water twice. Like he came out of the water. You know the scene where you she then pulls him in. Yes, the water. We actually got him to do that twice, just in case. Like we only had one take. But oh, I didn't remember that. I yeah. didn't know that. Did we do that twice? He did that twice. So I mean, it was kind of it was nice for him to. He was just, yeah, he was like, yeah, no problem. I'll go. Oh, in. yeah. Yeah. That whole scene was sort of like improvised once they fell into the water. So we just kind of kept the cameras rolling and then they, yep. you know, just kept. And we scene. were like kind of a ways away from you, Lucy. Like Lucy was on kind of like another dock, which is, I suppose, oh, we had a camera with us on our dock. And yeah. then there was you and another camera on another dock, I think. That's and right. like, so for Lucy to give us any direction was like screaming. But once you get in the water, you can hardly hear that we, it was, it, we just rolled and rolled and rolled. And I feel like at some point, Darian were like, and I were like, are we getting, surely we've got it now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really fun. I, I love, I think that's when some of the best stuff happens. And Lucy let us do that often where she would just let the camera sort of roll. We did it with different scenes when we were hiking and just see what happens. And it felt, it was really fun. I, I, we don't often get to do that. Um, often um, with these sort of MOWs, like there's this, like we're very married to the script and you have to stick to it. But Lucy gave us a lot of opportunities to just sort of play. And um, some of that did end up in the movie, which is awesome. Yeah. I appreciated the, uh, the other thing that I did appreciate about this film was like your previous movie, the 27 hour day, there was no interrupted kids. Cause you know how, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Always has an interrupted kids. Uh, I yeah. on this in a store, in an Instagram. I was like, there was no eagle dropping. There was no bear. Yeah. No, totally. I actually was surprised by that when I read it. And I think we were kind of talking, we all watched it together last night. I think we were kind of talking about that is that I haven't personally done an MOW where there's more than one kiss, like or a Hallmark movie. I mean, I, I, I really liked it because it felt more honest. Like how often in real life are we having all these kiss fake outs all the time? No, you just want to kiss somebody, kiss them, you know? Yes. Do you know how many times I scream about the screen? Like, kiss the girl already yeah totally I sound, like, I sound like little mermaid like, like <laughs> that you guys this is like the first hallmark movie with indigenous actors how was that i mean you got to work with like ray thunderchild and uh, the story of him and his the eagle feathers and stuff like that i was how was that working with them and for and being part of that project to like say you're the first film to have them really featured in a film like that well I just think it's nice to work with authentic actors that are really talented yeah. and um Ray's a really talented actor I worked with him on a show called Health Nuts and so I already 
he was on my mind already. Um, and he's, he's just such an incredible man to be around. Also tall, fun fact. Oh, he's the tallest, oh, maybe the tallest man I've ever met. He's huge. How tall is he? Tall, like, I don't know, but I think seven feet. Wow. That's, <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I say seven feet. Um, and he's just like, he's just, everything he says is so magical and uh, oh. in, in the movie and just in real life. And, and also he's just hilarious. The thing about Ray is that he's actually super funny. Um, yep. And I wish we could have more of his comedic, uh, his comedic sensibilities in this movie because he's constantly making jokes and putting people at like at ease and like making them laugh. You know, like when you're so stressed, yeah. a busy day and then Ray comes on and he like says, he just, he's just like, he's the life of the, like the life of the room. Truly. Like this definitely brings this really fun energy to every room he goes to. And, and also every yeah. take too. It makes yeah. it, he's such a wonderful actor in the sense that you just don't know what he's going to do. And I mean that as a compliment, like he just so thinks on his toes and will kind of just do whatever comes to him. And so it keeps all of us as actors on our toes as well. And it makes you want to listen more. And it's just, it's almost unpredictable. You don't know what Ray's going to do and it makes it so much fun. That is awesome. I, my question to you guys is like, um, working with them has like, because how do I ask this without sounding horrible? But you know, you guys have seen the news about the indigenous struggles and the reservation schools and stuff like that. Has it sort of like giving you guys a, a personal viewpoint in that struggle, I guess? Because I mean, for, I know for me, I was not aware as much until now, you know, when the news all broke out with the bodies of children which mm -hmm. kills me i mean working with um ray and paul and grace and you know stuff like that and hearing their stories has that kind of like made it more personal to you as well well i think you know canada has a lot of reconciliation to go through and um you know there's like a really deep dark history here and it's incredible that it's like I mean there's are now the numbers are I don't know past 6,000 unmarked graves um and uh there's yeah it's just you know it's, it's there's a lot of like history here that's getting um, like the the residential school system I think the last one was closed 20 years ago so it's not it's, it's very fresh and it also is um a lot a lot of the awareness that's coming out about Canada's past is it's good that it's now like the truth is slowly like coming out but it seems like not fast enough and we're not learning enough about what happened um faster um and so yeah the the news about the unmarked graves came out while we were filming this movie um but this is something we've known for a long time and and people who are in the know have have, have kind of been waiting for this uh, day, but if it creates more of awareness to Canada as a whole to understand its history and to really go, like for me, it, it you know, it's something that I, I knew about because I was, um, uh, I, I kind of was interested in, in the history uh, of it. And um, I think that 
it's something that I'm always constantly being learning more and more about. And I, I know that it's such a privilege to not have to think about it and not learn, learn about Canada's history, because if, if you're, if you're a white person in Canada, you're a settler obviously here and you're not always, you don't, you're not, when you don't have to face a certain struggle, then it's not, up to, you don't think that you have that it's something that you need to learn or study or, or really have empathized for and start to sort of like advocate for because it's a privilege to not have to worry about things like that. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of nice to, to be able to sort of like, I didn't think this movie to me is a rom-com with some, with a really, with amazing supporting cast. Um, and it's a really beautiful uh, heart opening movie. Um, but the news about the residential school coming out at the same time, of course, was um, was good. It was it was just like time for awareness to be, um, I guess, hopefully more people can know about the history and we can all you know, start to learn a little bit more about the truth of what happened. I think there's some, I can't think of the title. I think both you and I auditioned for roles in it. There are some really very important series that are coming out. Um, I did obviously didn't book it. I don't, I, but um, that are telling these stories and telling them with that being the focal point. And I think that that's really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of series coming out about the residential schools and it's yeah. about indigenous yeah, uh, like artists and and writers, which is who should be telling that story. Exactly. And that story. Yeah. And uh, so so it, it, you know, um, look out for those. I think one of them is yeah. going to be CBC, but um, there's a couple of series coming. Um, and uh, so yeah, it'll be good to tune into that. Yeah. Hey, what would you like the uh, viewers to take from this movie? It's something that I actually should apply to myself um, where it is like we constantly live there's you're so afraid you're so afraid to step out of your comfort zone and that's not where the magic happens. I much like Abby if I was told okay Rhiannon you got to go into this place by yourself um, you know you've got a guide but like do your best kind of thing I would be terrified and quite frankly I would probably say no um, but I think that the idea to just follow every opportunity that you get and never, you know, never turn anything down. And because that's where, that's where the, that's where the really special stuff happens. Well, thank you guys for letting me talk to you. I had so much fun and I will keep, I will hope to talk to you guys again. Of course. Thank you so much.